0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all today, and I have to say that this is probably the only show so far when I haven't quite known where to begin. My guest and I have so many wonderful and inspirational things to share with you, but as we all know, all of our hearts are heavy and breaking right now with the school shootings and community shootings going on in our country on a regular basis. Um, Pain and uncertainty and fear and unbearable anguish and and really grief are things I know we're all feeling. So I thought it very important to acknowledge that before just diving into our usual right road joy. Um, All of us in education, educators, students, parents, we're all like a family. And this great big family in our country is hurting. Um, you know, Mr. Rogers always said, look for the helpers. And that's all I want to do is be a helper. And I know my guest feels the same too. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think it's kind of amazing how the topic I've picked for today, making learning magical, can really help. Um, sometimes, uh, actually oftentimes, it's, it just amazes me How the right topic and message seems to come just at the right time on the right road. And while I've had this topic planned for several weeks now, I really feel like it's perfect timing for today. Um, The Right Road team and I are here with you and for you. And I hope with all my heart that everything we share here today will be a special blessing and help for you. Again, today's On the Right Road topic is making learning magical. And that doesn't mean looking at things through, you know, rose-colored glasses with magical pixie dust with our heads in the clouds. Um, The meaning of it is actually so important. It's part of the key, I believe, to successful education. So as a special way to introduce the topic, and before I introduce my wonderful guest, I thought it would be meaningful to do some teacher shout-outs, including Right Road Teacher Friends' ways of incorporating magic in the classroom. I haven't done shout-outs in a while, and I always love doing them and honoring as many of you as I possibly can in this fun way on the air. And if you hear your name in Magical Nugget, just private message me on our Right Road Kids Facebook page today to let me know you heard it and you'll receive a $100 school supply gift box. Cool, right? And so many of you sent amazing ideas, and it was so hard picking a few. So thank you to all of you who sent in your magical methods. (laughs) I hope the ones I'll be sharing here help kick off this show in a special way and really set the tone for the meaning and magic of our time here together. And, you know, I think they'll also provide really helpful ideas for your classrooms as you begin thinking about the new school year, too. So to start... Carrie Schindler from Broadmoor Junior High in Pekin, Illinois, shared this. It may sound silly, but I make TikToks with and for the kids. In the ones I make with them, I'm goofy and do the trends and whatnot. But the ones I make on my own for them remind them how much I love them and love coming to work every day. They see them. Even if they don't comment, they see them. I love this for so many reasons. First of all, she's connecting with kids where they're at. And it's like this wonderful magic use of technology. It's a win-win. Awesome. Thank you, Carrie. Audrey Baldwin from Loch Lomond Elementary in Manassas, Virginia, shared, my magic is connecting with the community. Just this week, as a part of a unit on bees, a local beekeeper donated jars of honey for my students and sent a video response to their questions. And a farm owner from two hours away loaded up her truck with animals from a petting zoo for my students for free just because I asked. She said, don't be afraid to connect with the community. Oh, my gosh, yes. So much magic can come from the community. That's awesome. Um, Arianne Davidson from Cameron Intermediate School in Cameron, Missouri, shared, something magical I do in my classroom is find something to praise each child for. Some days it's hard, she said, but if I can point out something positive, even for my most challenging students, they start to build their confidence and want to try their best. Oh my gosh, yes. It's like you can actually see the light switch go on in their eyes. I love that. Um, Amy DeWeese from Ladera del Norte Elementary in Farmington, New Mexico shared, one thing I'm really proud of is creating the Hustle Kindness Crew. Students and their families create joy for our staff members throughout the year One of our focuses is giving gifts to staff members who are often forgotten during the holidays or teacher appreciation. Mm -hmm. It teaches students to be kind and show appreciation, and it shares love and joy. That's so wonderful, Amy. And Anita Lawing from Glenwood Elementary in Marion, North Carolina, shared, Our magical thing in our classroom is trying science experiments. Sometimes we are successful and sometimes we fail, but we are always successful through an attempt. Yes, hands-on is so important in, in classroom magic and engaging kids in learning. Awesome, you guys. And thank you again to all of you who shared your magical classroom techniques and tips with me. I was literally blown away by all of them, and I'll I'll have to try to share more of them in the future. Um, and now, you guys, before I introduce my magical guest this evening, I want to make sure to kick off today's On the Right Road Giving fun for you. All of the giveaways I've selected for today are fun ways to incorporate magic into the classroom. I've had so much fun putting these together. I mean, oh my gosh. And as always, I've got a bonus giveaway. So if you listen all the way to the end, you can participate for that too. So to start, this first giveaway this evening is open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road today. And first, you guys, I want to make sure to mention today's code word. It is the word MAGICAL. So if you're new to On the Right Road, here's the scoop. Each time I share about one of our giveaways this evening, it's going to pop up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. This one isn't there yet because I haven't shared all about it. Now, you don't want to wait for them to come up in your newsfeed because Facebook is too big. Everything doesn't show up. So go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Actually go to our page. And then each time I, I say, okay, this one's up now, just refresh your page and It'll pop right up there, follow the easy entry guidelines in the post, but also include tonight's, type tonight's code word magical anywhere as part of your entry comment, because that lets us know that you're listening and it officially enters you, okay? So for this first giveaway this evening, for Uplifting Magic in the Classroom, I have 12 magical unicorn-themed pouches, and each is filled with magical unicorn stickers I've heard and seen that unicorns are the fun, magical thing right now. And there are two different pouch and sticker styles. Both are shown in the giveaway picture. I thought this gift would be a super fun way to kick off the new school year with magical unicorn stickers, really at the ready to give your kids or put up on a magical bulletin board for magic work or ideas or learning moments. What a fun way to introduce the whole idea of magical learning into the plans for this school year. So (laughs) there'll be 12 educated recipients And each will receive one of the Magical Unicorn sticker-filled pouches pictured. To enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page and follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to also type tonight's code word MAGICAL as part of your entry comment, okay? This giveaway will be open until just after the end of the live airing of the show this evening, until 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 12 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Special thanks to DCH Subaru of Thousand Oaks and the Subaru Share the Love Promise for helping to make this giveaway possible. And it's just the first of the awesome giveaways I'll have throughout the whole show for you. So keep our Right Road Kids Facebook page close and ready. And just a quick note that if you're not listening live today, Sunday, June 12, 2022, the giveaways will, of course, these giveaways will be closed after that. And you guys note that I'll announce all the recipients from all of today's live and pre-show giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. We're in home gift mailing mode now for the summer months, so make extra sure to check for that recipient announcement post so you know how to respond to receive your gift if you're a recipient this week. And also note that we'll be mailing all the gifts from today's show to the recipients around the end of June, so they should arrive by mid-July at the latest. And now, you guys, it's that wonderful time in the show. I get to introduce you all to my wonderful guest today, Tisha Richmond. Tisha is an innovative district student engagement and professional development specialist, Canva learning consultant, high school family and consumer science teacher of 25 years, international speaker, and engaging author. She has served in various regional and national leadership roles. She's an award-winning educator and... She's the celebrated author of a gem of a book titled Make Learning Magical. Tisha is a connected educator who is continually learning and sharing and collaborating with her wonderful learning network, and I'm really thrilled to introduce you all to this very talented and inspiring educator and welcome her to On the Right Road. Welcome, Tisha.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Paula. It is truly a joy to be here, and I just felt so much joy listening to your introduction. So I just am (laughs) so excited about our conversation today.
0: Oh, and I just, I feel like the timing is so perfect. We all need a bit of, quote, magic in our lives right now. So I want to start, Tisha, by asking, what is magical learning? I mean, how would you define it or explain it?
1: Sure. So, MAGICAL is actually an acronym that I created, but for me, it's all about bringing joy into teaching and learning. When I wrote the book, Make Learning Magical, I took each letter of that word. And I just wrote about how those components really transformed my classroom environment and really created unforgettable experiences for students. So M stands for memorable beginnings. A is for authenticity and agency. G stands for gamified experiences. I is for innovation. A is for authentic audience. And L is for legacy. And really those components Made my classroom magical, and I've watched other classrooms transform into magical, joy filled spaces as well.
0: Well, and th- we're going to discuss all of those amazing, quote, magical components as the show progresses here. Um, and first, just as a way to help our listeners really get to know you and your heart. I'd mm. love if you could share why is this whole topic of making learning magical so important to you? I mean, I can tell from having read your book that it's very mm. personal for you. You were burned out at one point, which seems to have really led to your epiphany about magical learning. Um Is that okay. right? Can you share why it's so important to you personally?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. I was definitely at a point in my educational career where I was burned out, I was stressed, I was frustrated. I was having a hard time finding joy in teaching and learning. And I was actually coming home at night and contemplating with my husband maybe finding another career. And it was that year that these iPads came into my classroom. It was really the catalyst for discovering that there was more out there that I hadn't, I hadn't found before. And I started learning and bringing some new innovative ideas into my classroom, I started connecting with other educators, and it really became this magical journey for me of rediscovering my joy and my passion for education, and I found that my students were becoming joy-filled learners, too, and so I want to share my story because I know, especially now in these really hard days in education, that so many teachers and and staff in general in education are right. feeling very similar to how I did back then.
0: Well, and I think it's so hope-filled. Your story is so hope-filled because through the burnout, sometimes we have to go through that valley. Mm. And those challenges, if we look at them the way that you just described, as seeking mm-hmm. your new joy, they can lead to our greatness. And if we didn't go through them, I just got chills. If we Mm. don't go through those valleys, we can't get to the highest peak of our greatness. And I don't mean that in a braggadocious way. I just mean our destiny, everything that we're meant to be for our students, for our own kids, for the gifts that we're intended to give to the world. So, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. So Tisha, a book Mm -hmm. in your quote shares, and I I have a feeling I'm going to be quoting your book a lot this evening.
1: Um, Mm. So the
0: quote is, those who don't believe in magic will never find it. So Mm. you really have to believe in magical learning in order for it to happen. And you have to look for the magic moments or you might miss them, right?
1: Absolutely. 100%. That came from a road doll quote. And the whole quote reads, and above all, watch with glittering eyes the whole world around you because the greatest secrets are always hidden In the most unlikely places, those who don't believe in magic will never find it. And I find that's so, so true. And it is something that I have to continually tell myself that I need to look for the magic because it truly is all around us if we look for it. And sometimes those, those things that we do in a day that we might see as mundane or we might feel like we're going through the motions, if we look through those circumstances, through those situations with glittering eyes, it's amazing. Um, it's amazing the magic that we find. And that has been something that I really try to practice uh, in my life because it's made a difference in my perspective and really looking for that joy in every day.
0: Well, and it's cool because something, I I jotted a note here that if you watch, it was from your book, and I believe this too, Mm -hmm. I say this many times, if you watch for the magic, it can Mm. really become an everyday occurrence. It's like finding the magic becomes an amazing habit, you know, uh, goosebumps, I tell you. So now you mentioned before mundane just a, a second ago, and it, this leads into my next question perfectly because I know that Mary Poppins is one of your favorite mm-hmm. movies. And the cool thing is, you connect some important dots by sharing about it uh, in uh, about the movie in your book. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, Mary Poppins knew how to make even the most mundane tasks, like you just mentioned, memorable and fun. And with that um, spoonful of sugar song, she even turned yeah. cleaning into a game. So, what profound Absolutely. thought did that? lead you to realize about learning?
1: Sure. Yes, I I do love Mary Poppins, and I love the song, uh, A Spoonful of Sugar. And in the lines of that song, it says, In every job that must be done, there's an element of fun. And I truly feel that when students can learn through play, it really changes their perspective. And instead of seeing things through like compliance or doing things because they have to, They are doing things because they are one, they are curious and they're looking at the learning um, with wonder. And I truly feel that in education, when we can reframe what we're doing in a way that incorporates play, that incorporates fun, where students are really learning by tapping into that curiosity and wonder learning becomes something that they continue to want to do, (laughs) that they leave our classrooms hungry for more. And we really want to foster that in our kids because learning is lifelong. I am continuously learning every day, and I hope I do uh, for the rest of my life. And I would hope that students leaving our schools will leave our schools with that hunger and that that thirst for more to tap into more curiosity and wonder and continue that learning adventure.
0: Well, and I think that's something, again, the summertime now is the perfect time to be, to have a moment to catch our breath and think about this. You know, if we as educators approach learning of itself as fun, you know, Mm -hmm. what if we undertake it with that wonder and curiosity and play going, whatever grade we teach, you know, like homework. I don't call homework homework. Mm -hmm. I call homework fun work. It's all in the little nuances that you know, they can see the joy in your eyes. And if you can translate that. Yeah. So I think it's fine. like you said a moment ago, finding your joy and then thinking about how to transfer that joy and fun in the daily life of your classroom. Now's the perfect time to be thinking about that. So, okay, I want to dive into the meat and potatoes now. So the focus of your book is really how to do this, how to make learning mm. magical. And like you said a few moments ago, um, you share seven magical components that infuse joy and passion mm-hmm. into teaching and learning. And before we dive into those seven magically helpful components, the forward to your book highlights a, a secret ingredient. So what yeah. is the secret ingredient in making learning magical?
1: Yeah, so the secret ingredient uh, portion of my book was actually written by one uh, of my one of the people in my life that really um, was the catalyst for some of my change in how I viewed education, and that's Michael Matera, and he wrote in that little section that love uh, for him was the secret ingredient, and I do think that that's huge, as we are um, thinking about how, our roles in education and how we can truly make our our classrooms uh, magical places. I think that that is is so important, and I also want educators to realize that everyone has a magic all their own. So I, I think you, I think all of us are the secret ingredient because my magic is not going to look the same as your magic. We all have something special that we're, that we bring. And I think it's really important for us to all tap in to what that is, that we bring our own uniqueness and authenticity into our classrooms because That truly is where the the magic happens is when we can truly find the magic that we, we hold and help our students find their magic too.
0: Well, and I just jotted a note as you were talking, as you began this, the the answer to this question, you have it like each one of you has it. We're so in tune Mm -hmm. with with what we're thinking here. I love this. Each one of you educators, you have it. You have the love. Mm -hmm. You have the magic inside of you. And the thing is to not let the world snuff it out. And that's why taking a break over the summer is just so crucial. Well, okay. So now I understand that the first magical component, like you mentioned, is memorable beginnings, meaning Mm -hmm. um, the way students feel when they enter your classroom impacts the way they learn. And those first few days create the tone for the whole school year. So again, it's perfect Mm -hmm. timing to be talking about this as teachers begin thinking about and planning for the new school year. So in a nutshell, Tisha, Mm -hmm. how teachers best approach the whole idea of creating memorable beginnings.
1: Yes, absolutely. So when I think of creating memorable beginnings, I mean it all comes down to establishing relationships from the very beginning and truly getting to know your kids. That starts with learning their names as soon as you can, greeting them at the door, making them feel welcome, creating a space that they feel safe in, that they feel that is warm and inviting because the truth is sometimes our classrooms are the only true home that they have. They may not have a a safe space to go home to at night. And so when they walk into our classrooms, we want them to feel like the space in which they're learning is safe and that we want them there and that we truly um, care about getting to know them. And so I was very intentional From the very first day in my class that I wanted to get to know my kids, I would actually give them a lump of Play-Doh and we would talk, I would have the favorite things, uh, music playing from Sound of Music, and (laughs) I would talk about some of my favorite things and then I would ask them to, out of Play-Doh, create something that is something you love. And immediately I started seeing students make connections with each other. Oh, you like to ride a skateboard? So do I. Or I play... You know, the guitars, you know, I, I right. play the guitar too. And they start getting to to know each other, feel safe in that environment, get to know me a little bit. And it lets kind of the, their guard down because they're playing with something that they can remember using in kindergarten, right? These are high school kids. Right. <laughs> high school kids still like Play-Doh. And, and that, I mean, that really is the essence. Uh, there's a lot of things that you can do to help build relationships in those first week But really um, making sure you prioritize uh, that, building that community and, and helping your students feel safe and apart and help them feel like they belong in your classroom environment.
0: Love, love, love getting to know them. And, and I love the Plato idea for any age. Well, now, I, I actually wrote a note here in your book saying she speaks my language. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Authenticity and Agency chapter, you write, Part of making learning magical is providing the environment and opportunities for our students to find their inner beauty and share it with others. In a world that's often harsh and demanding, many of our students and coworkers are hurting. What they need to feel is that they are loved and appreciated for who they are. Oh my gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. So how do authenticity and agency, as you define them, bring magic to the classroom and students' lives?
1: So you know, I, I feel like this is a, a, they're all really important um, parts to me, but really, first of all, bringing your true self into the yes. classroom being real because students know (laughs) when Mm -hmm. a person is, is real or if they're putting on a a different persona. And so I think that that authenticity is, is really important. Of course, we want to be professional and, but, but I think that it's okay for people, for students to be able to see who we truly are and share a little bit about ourselves. Of course, you don't want to share everything, but help them get to know you um, as the teacher and then really provide those opportunities for students, to get to know each other and really get to know themselves and what they're passionate about, what they love. Give students opportunities to be able to tap into the things that interest them, give them choice in the way that they demonstrate their learning. I found that was a real game changer for me when I started allowing students to demonstrate their learning in a way that made sense to them a way that they could connect because it's not always, uh, maybe we give students an assignment and maybe that's a way that some of our students in our classrooms can can demonstrate their learning in a, in a way that means something to them, but maybe there's a certain percentage of students that that doesn't connect. So how can we provide multiple opportunities for students to show what they know and really be able to, 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 utilize their strengths. Even with note-taking, I would have my students learn how to sketch note where you are combining text and images together to be able to basically write your notes in a visual way. And for me, it was a game changer in my own note-taking journey because it helped me focus. It helped me connect to my learning. It um, helped me really process and I found that the same for my students and so I would give them the choice after they learned how you can take notes through sketch noting or you can take notes a different way do what makes sense to you because what's most important for me is that you connect to the learning and that you can retain that learning and it and it makes sense to you
0: I love it well and mm-hmm. the the third magical component is going to be very difficult to explain in a minute Um, but I want to make sure that we at least touch upon this because I know it's one of your focuses. So the third magical component has to do with what you call gamified experiences. I love that phrase. So what are gamified experiences, and how do they help make learning magical?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a big uh, part of my story and a big part of my book, and essentially what I did in my classroom was – I created a gamified experience where I layered a gamified framework over my curriculum from beginning to end. And so I developed a storyline, a theme, first of all, and then a storyline. And then I brought in a variety of game mechanics to engage and empower my students. And so, for instance, I taught culinary arts, and in one culinary arts class, my students were on the amazing race. And so I took the theme from the show amazing race and the whole classroom experience from in the fall when they started to the end was all around that theme. I had another theme that was um, the great food truck race and same thing. I developed a storyline and then brought in game mechanics. And then I had master chef as a, as a third theme for another one of my classes. And so each one was very different in how it was laid out but it was setting up my classroom instruction and and their learning in a fun and playful way that not only engaged my students and got them excited about the learning process, but it also empowered them. And my students owned their learning. They were making deeper connections with each other. They were making deeper connections to the content. And learning came alive for them. And so a lot of these... Ideas that I'm talking about um, are all part of that gamified experience, but it, it, it was definitely a, a change from the way that I always taught and the way that my students learned. And so it was really a pedagogy shift for me, and it made a world of difference. And uh, it was amazing to see how my students responded to the gamified classroom.
0: Well, and it's, it seems like it might take a little more time to prepare for that. Like if you've been teaching 10 years mm-hmm. and you kind of have your framework, you know, it's going to mm-hmm. take a little bit more time in the beginning, but the payoff is going to be engaged and joyful and magic filled students. And I mean, that's what we're doing this for, right? So, oh my yes. gosh, how ex- it's exciting. So stay with me, Tisha. I have so many <laughs> more questions for you, but first I want to give away a whole bunch of your absolutely awesome sure. book. You donated Mm. some copies, and I bought some more, and I added another magical component to this giveaway, too. So here's today's second On the Right Road giveaway. Of course, it's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road. I have nine copies of Tisha Richmond's Make Learning Magical book. It's, oh my gosh, truly a gem of a book, A Diamond in the Rough. If you are looking to read a few books over the summer that add inspiration to your work, this is one to read. It is so real and relevant and inspirational and realistic. Um, I mean, the way Mm -hmm. Tisha shares what she shares, it makes it all doable. Uh, The writing and the ideas, they're all so authentic. And it's like she wrote the book, like she's sitting down talking right to you. Mm -hmm. You can visualize it all and apply the ideas in your classroom. It's wonderful. I can't say enough. Plus... Mm -hmm. I have three really cool wireless Bluetooth microphones like the actual handheld ones um, uh-huh. to add to this giveaway that so many magical uses in the classroom for the microphone. So there will be 12 educator recipients and each will receive a make learning magical book or a wireless microphone as a resource to help make learning magical. So to enter Just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now and follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to include tonight's code word MAGICAL as part of your entry comment, even if you included it in tonight's earlier giveaway. And this one will be open until just after the end of tonight's live show airing, until 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 12 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Huge thanks to Tisha for donating four of her books and big thanks as well to LegiLiner for helping to make this very special giveaway possible. Um, now, I want to touch upon magical component number four. Um, mm-hmm. he, and it, this is what's so cool. You noted that we as educators need to learn to innovate inside the box because the fourth magical component is innovation. So what, usually we think of thinking outside of the box. So what does it mean to innovate inside the box and how should we think about this to make learning magical?
1: Sure. So that original um, idea came from author George Kuros. And when I saw that, uh, I just was so, it just really resonated with me because I know, especially in education, we have a lot of constraints. There are a lot of things that we feel like our hands are tied, that we have to do things a certain way. There's certain hoops to jump through. And some of us, because of those constraints, feel like, oh, it would be nice to do this, but I feel like I can't. I feel like I'm not able to do some of the things that I want to do. Right. And what I really started to realize is that I needed to start innovating with what I had and not trying to think of, well, what if, you know, these constraints didn't exist, but how can I innovate within the box that I am living in? Yes. And all of our boxes look different, right? Right. (laughs) It's not the same for everyone, but really for me, when I started to Innovate, it was really because I started to step out of my comfort zone because that truly was where the magic happened. And when I started to realize that I don't have to be perfect, I yes. for a long time felt like, oh, I want this to be perfect before I share it with my students or before I do this because I was worried about making a mistake or not doing it right. And when I started realizing, you know, if I wait for that, it's never going to happen. Yes. <laughs> so I want my students to be on this learning journey with me, and so I started to try things, and of course, I would do my research and I would try to be as prepared as I could. But the first time you do anything you're there's going to be variables that you don't you you don't account for. And so I would bring in something new to my classroom and I would tell my students, you know what, we're going to try something new today. Will you come on this learning adventure with me? And they were so thrilled to come on that learning adventure with me and they taught me things and not everything worked. There were things that didn't work and we'd have to iterate or we'd decide, you know what, that's not the best idea for this classroom. Right. But it freed me up so much to realize that I didn't have to be perfect, that I could take these students with me learn and and we could grow together and I can't tell you how much more courage um, that that gave me how much courage I've developed over time how much confidence as an educator I've developed over time and we need our students need to see us fail sometimes because they need to know because everybody does we all yes. fail and I've, I feel all of the time but we need to get back up and we need to try again And sometimes that means iterating. Sometimes that means you know trying something different. But um, it's it's game changing when you can start letting go and realizing that you know we can we can make change. We can take risks, and our kids are going to be better for doing it. Well, and
0: when you start with like you said, innovate inside the box. When you start with just what you have, and not it kind of takes the complainy attitude out. You know, right now there's so many problems that we can live in that complaining mentality and that does us no good. Um, It's not that you don't want to ask for things and try to work towards huge goals, but if you start with what you have and where you're at and take your kids along on that journey, I love that, Tisha. So looking at the fifth component of making learning magical, Mm -hmm. you highlight what I'll call the three C's, creativity, collaboration, Mm -hmm. and curiosity. And this particular Mm -hmm. chapter begins with this sentence, the magic of a classroom that comes alive begins with the making. What does that mean?
1: Mm. Yeah, well, creating is so important. And I feel like our kids are, they're begging to create, they're begging to make. And when I walk into classrooms across our district and my role that I'm in currently, when... I walk into a classroom where we have a lesson where students are creating. They come alive and yes. they get so excited. And that creating can come in many, many forms. It could be a hands on creating in, in a class like I taught culinary arts, or it could be creating a digital infographic or maybe a video. Or maybe something out of Play-Doh. Or there's there's endless possibilities. Yes. But when we can get our students to really um, tap into that creativity, they they do come alive and they begin to they begin to own their learning. And it's a skill that they are going to need throughout life. When you look at uh, some of the the statistics and, and what the job market is needing now and what the job market is needing in the future, creativity is, is up there in the list. And when we look at a Bloom's taxonomy, it's right at the top. Like, th- that's where really high-level thinking happens. And I think that no matter what we teach, no matter what grades we, we work with, what what grade a student, that we can bring creativity into our lessons. And sometimes it just takes a simple reframing. It doesn't take a a lot of change. It's just allowing them maybe to demonstrate their, their learning in a creative way that they hadn't had a chance to before.
0: Well, and I just aired a previous radio show a couple of weeks ago. um, And it was children like um, middle school kids talking about, I asked them questions about learning. And one of the things they said was, It's just too monotonous when we sit and take notes, when we're involved, when we're creating, when we're coming up with ideas and doing things, you know, engaging. That's when learning is fun. That's when we want to know more from that particular teacher and not be like, oh, I got to go to this class. You know, so everything that you're saying is just so spot on. And it's so I love how in your book you make it so clear. So I'm, I'm, I'm moving along here because I want to make sure to get to mm-hmm. all the key components. The next one in, in, in magical learning is what you call authentic audience. So will you define mm-hmm. that for us and share why it's so important?
1: Sure. So in my classroom, at the end of every unit, I would bring in an authentic audience of people from our community, community. Sometimes they were staff members. Sometimes it was people at the district office. Sometimes it was food truck owners or um, chefs in our local restaurants. And my students would have the opportunity to demonstrate their learning in front of this authentic audience. And it was probably the most powerful thing in my entire semester-long class because these students had an opportunity to shine in front of members of their community, in front of other teachers, in front of staff. We would have our secretaries, our custodians come in sometimes to judge. And the thing that was beautiful was that I might have a student who really struggled in math or struggled in science but would come in my class and they would shine in culinary arts. And so these math teachers, these science teachers are coming in, And seeing students, they're using math skills in culinary arts. They're using science. There's all about it combined. But these teachers are seeing those students shine. And to see the look in, in my students' eyes when they would share what they created with this audience of people, it just touched my heart every single time. And to see their growth over time. Because they weren't just demonstrating for me or just demonstrating for the class. They were... They, We were taking down the classroom walls and we were inviting people in to demonstrate beyond. And so they took it seriously and they really wanted to do well. And then we're getting authentic feedback from people in the community like chefs and restaurant owners that can really give valuable insight to what they've created. And so they would give rich verbal feedback, but rich written feedback too to each of my groups um, in the classroom, and then they would be able to look at that feedback and then decide what they needed to do to improve for the next time. And so the the growth over time was absolutely phenomenal um, as we brought these authentic audiences of people in uh, for each unit of study.
0: Well, and it's real life. I know that my son, he's a junior in high school, and he always talks about how when the learning is like real life. It's when it's yes. most meaningful, you know, when it's just book learning I, the world has changed so much <clears throat> from when we yes. were students that it, it bringing that real life component is just is magical and and it's so engaging it, for them. so so here's a, a <clears throat> here's a really, really big question and I hope it's okay that I'm gonna ask it. Um, but I <laughs> feel like with With the state of education and what's going on in our country right now, it's so important that we not push this under the rug. Um, Mm. So how, Tisha, did we get so far off track in our country and in our educational system relating to all this? I mean, you shared at the beginning of your book, you know, like we talked about earlier, how you were burned out. I know teachers Mm -hmm. everywhere are exhausted and burned out and, and leaving the profession so what's mm-hmm. your perspective on how our educational system got to this devastating point, sort of without magic in so many cases? Mm-hmm. And what in the world do we do? How do we realistically, you know, in, in a one-minute answer, I know this is a tough one, how do we realistically begin making it better?
1: Right. It's it It's a very big <laughs> question. And I think that there's a lot of factors, um, for sure, that got us to the place that we are now and I feel like the structures that are in place are so hard to dismantle that, <clears throat> yes. though people know that we need a change, it's hard for people to understand how you even start right. to kind of basically take all, take everything down and build back up again. And when you think about just, I mean, when I was in, when I was in school, when I think about how our world has changed between now and then. It's so many, so, ma- so much has changed. I had yes. a spiral cord on my phone that I, was, I would, you know, yes. I would uh, stretch under a bathroom door to talk to my friends. I never would have dreamed of having a cell phone, right? Or I, I remember doing dial-up um, in, internet in college for the very first time. And I think, wow, we can't live without e- either of those things now. <laughs> and it's so it's just, it has, it's life our life, our society, everything has changed so much, and um, so many um, so many factors I think play into where we are are with just testing and all the things that take our focus um, away from the heart of really truly making learning joyful for students and a place and and again, it kind of taps back into what I said at the beginning we want our students to be lifelong learners. We want our students to find joy in learning because we want them to learn for a lifetime. And I think what I, what I would love to see is first of all, teachers just being able to find that joy again, because I think that there are a lot of obstacles and there have been a lot of constraints and it's just been very, very hard. And that is what I love to do within my own district is just help teachers Find their why find their passion, find what brings them joy in teaching and learning and then helping create and create experiences for students to find that joy in learning because it is contagious right yes. when we experience joy in teaching, when we love what we do, then our students feel that joy and it, whatever we whatever we exude is contagious and so right. we want we want it to be. We want it to be joy, and and I think that though it seems daunting, the task of really recreating uh, this, you know, an educational system that is thriving and, and works for all students, it really begins with us. And it, we each have the magic. We really, we really do. And so when we can find our own magic, really tap into our our own joy, and really, it doesn't take huge changes. Just small shifts and and doing things um, maybe slightly differently in our classrooms to reframe the learning experience and help our students really find that learning can be magical. I, I think that that is a, a good place to start. I most definitely don't have all the answers, but <laughs> it's a starting no, that's, point at least. No, it's
0: perfect. It's like, what We have to think of what we can do, especially this summer. Again, yeah, it's a perfect time just to catch your breath. And I think
1: yeah, just yeah.
0: if you focus on that one thing, finding your joy again for it. I, and I know there are so many issues. Oh, my gosh. I mean, mm. I hate to even say it, but the school shootings, I mean, it's hard to even wrap our brains mm. around not living in fear yeah. with that. But spend the summer finding the joy. And one way to do that, everybody, is really through this Make Learning Magical book. That Tisha wrote. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, 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 I, I, you can't go wrong by getting this book. So oh. Tisha, do you have a final yeah. one-minute inspirational message? Again, just 30 seconds or one minute for all of our wonderful Right Road Educator friends listening.
1: Thank you so much to all of the educators out there. I have seen the incredible work that educators are doing across this country. I've seen the struggles, I've seen the heartache, I've seen, um, I've had really tear-filled conversations with, with educators that are just working so hard and truly in this because they love kids and they yes. really do want to make learning magical, they truly do. And so what um, I will say to you is we need you, we appreciate you wholeheartedly, and I want you to find the joy in education, in teaching, I want you to truly find your own magic because I truly, I I know you each have a magic that's all your own. So, so live it and, and make learning magical uh, for your kids. And I'm just so, so grateful for each one of you. And I would be happy to connect anytime and um, support you in your magical journey.
0: Well, thank you so much, Tisha. I mean, you really are a treasure to the field of education, and I'm really honored that you spent this time with us here on The Right Road. And I want to make sure um, that you all know how you can connect with Tisha and learn more about her wonderful work, how to order her fantastic book, or or contact her about her workshops and professional development sessions. Um, her website is the best way to reach her, easy to connect with her. It's tisharichmond.com. That's T-I-S-H-A-R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D.com. Or for her book, specifically for her book, you can also just Google uh, Make Learning Magical by Tisha Richmond um, and it'll come up, you know, you can easily purchase it on Amazon. Um, Oh my gosh. And as I always want to make sure to make time to do is to thank our amazing On the Right Road sponsors, Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Nair, Seatsack, the Lithia and DCH Auto dealerships and their support companies, including DCH Subaru of Thousand Oaks, the Just Shop with Jackie Facebook group, Leggy Liner, Lori Steenus and her Keller Williams real estate team, and of course, Mo Anderson on behalf of KW and her extraordinary A joy Life book. And I have one nugget from my heart to kind of wrap up everything that we shared here together this evening that you can take with you into the summer, uh, you know, as you catch your breath after what was another beyond challenging school year and as you begin planning for the school year to come. Um, I saw an article recently that defined the four stages of educator burnout. It was so well written and the stages were very clear. An educational group posted the article and I noticed a whole bunch of teachers responded with their burnout level. Almost all of them sharing that they were somewhere between a two and a four on any given day. Four being complete breakdown mode. And with the fact that, as I I just read in an NPR report, that 90% of our country's educators are in some stage of burnout, and more than 50% are looking for an exit plan from teaching. With this as a reality of where education is at, this is of course as Tisha and I just mentioned something that our nation needs to deal with but realistically like so many problems our country and our world are dealing with there isn't going to be like Tisha said a snapping of someone's fingers and it's all going to be better Mm -hmm. it's a long road ahead to addressing the issue as a whole so I think right now this Mm -hmm. summer it's crucial that each of you amazing teacher friends really deal with what's at hand for you and and your teaching tribe my two cents Uh, from 30 years in nonprofit and working in education is to start by taking a week as soon as Mm. your school is out to really detox, so to speak, and allow yourself space Mm -hmm. to rejuvenate. You know, and you might say, but I I have to work my second or third job to stay afloat. But Mm. my thought and my reality has been If you don't take time to catch your breath so you can clearly Mm -hmm. see it, you know, see what's going on, the burnout and exhaustion is going to continue to snowball. And that cannot sustain for you and your health and your overall well-being and your magic and your joy. So we Mm -hmm. each need to make our own health a priority and take the time. And then that time itself becomes worth it a hundredfold. Uh, Then, without trying to, you know, make it sound easy breezy, because we all know none of this is, but... From there, you can start to see where you're at and the steps you can take to determine what your year to come mm-hmm. is going to look like. And then from there, I think it's also so important to connect with your tribe, your teaching team mm-hmm. group, your your group of magic-minded colleagues at your school, even if they're in different grades. Whomever is the right supportive tribe for you and collaborate in fun ways outside the school setting. You know, have a movie night at your home. Have a picnic together. Whatever you decide this summer and start envisioning next school year together and the magic you can incorporate together and collaborate together so that you automatically have strength and support built in before the school year even begins. You know, build those friendships, the collaboration, the strength ties so the foundation is solid and you feel uplifted and ready. And and this is a whole show in itself. I know there's so much more mm-hmm. in my heart to share about it. But I at least wanted to share my heart for these couple of minutes left here because, you, like Tisha said too, you are the magic for your students. Mm-hmm. And thinking about it like um, like something like Disney's Tinkerbell, if her light goes out, if her magic mm-hmm. goes away, it can't be the same. So whatever it takes, don't let your light, your magic go out because you have been mm-hmm. called to something great, that being education. Mm-hmm. And your students need you and your light and your magic, so please don't let the world snuff that out. Uh, And I, I really hope this hour together has been an uplifting inspiration and a help and a bit of magic for you. And while the hour is quickly coming to a close, I do have a bunch more magical giving for you this evening. Remember to check our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon for the long list of recipients from all of today's pre-show and live broadcast giveaways so you know how to respond to receive your gift if you're a recipient. So giveaway number three tonight, it's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road today. One of Tisha's workshops is titled Learning Reimagined with a Little Disney Magic. So I was inspired to purchase 13 super special Disney-themed teacher supplies. Guaranteed to bring smiles and a touch of magic to any educator's desk and classroom, including I have a set of folders, a couple of the cutest staplers, classroom cutouts, labeled sticker sets, a notepad, a teacher planner, super cool note card sets. Everything's Disney. And I handpicked each item and I love them all. So there will be 13 Mm -hmm. educator recipients and each will receive one of the Disney gifts pictured in the giveaway picture. And each gift will come with the cutest ever Disney pouch. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to also include tonight's code word magical as part of your entry comment, even if you included it in tonight's other giveaway entries. This giveaway will be open until just after the end of the show this evening during the live airing. until 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight, and we'll announce the 13 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Huge thanks to Mo Anderson on behalf of KW and her wonderful a Joyful Life book for helping to make this giveaway possible. Once again, a gigantic thanks to Tisha Richmond for being my magical guest here on the Right Road today. Thank you to Marcy for her always fantastic behind-the-scenes support. Thank you to my terrific engineer, Rachel. And the whole Voice America team, and thank you all so very much for listening and being a part of the Right Road family. Blessings, love, and light to every single one of you. And if you listened all the way to the end here, here's tonight's special bonus gift opportunity. I have 12 gift cards, Target, Starbucks, Amazon, and Bath & Body Works gift cards, and each is going to come in a really cool gift card wallet, not a sleeve, an actual mini gift card wallet. My husband got one of these for me for Christmas, and I love it so much. My gift cards are no longer scattered all over. They're in one place and easy to find. Best gift ever. Thanks to Nair for the gift card wallets. So if you're listening now and you'd like to enter for these special gift card drawings, just email me at Hey Paula. that's H-E-Y-P-A-U-L-A, at rightroadkids.org, R-I-G-H-T-R-O-A-D-K-I-D-S.org, Put the code word magical in the subject line and include your school city and state in the body of the email so I know you're an educator along with a note that you're entering for the gift card wallet gift. And you'll be entered for the 12 special drawings. And as always, you guys, this episode is available to listen to or download for free. So you can listen to any parts of it you may have missed or downloaded to save and share with your educator friends. And between our On the Right Road broadcasts, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page, Instagram page, and via our website at rightroadkids.org. Hey, you guys, always remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time on The Right Road here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on The Right Road. You are magical as an educator just because you're you. Just keep that magic in your heart and keep it flowing in the classroom because it makes all the difference in the world for you and for your kids Thank you for the magic, friends. I love and appreciate you all so much. Mwah! Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Right Road. Right road.